All right. Back on our Tuesday schedule. Yes. Thank goodness. I uh, I like Tuesdays. Fridays can be a little difficult. I'm capable of just about anything on Friday after yeah. some of these weeks. So yes, good to be back on our Tuesday schedule. Yes, exactly. So today, um, we've done a lot, and, and I think we've done a pretty good job of mixing and matching business with the personal relationship side, but I definitely think in the last few episodes, um, we have focused more on business Mm -hmm. and only business. So I thought today it would be a good change up uh, to, to get more on, to, to get more into the relationship side of things, the personal side between you and I. And I was thinking to myself, you know, we had uh, the group from the Port of Baltimore come in today and they thought it was really fascinating that we were literally, ser- we are are separated by sliding door, our offices. And he said, Phew, you, you aren't kidding when you're together 24 seven. He was like, that was actually the downfall of my marriage <laughs> when we, when I started spending too much time with my wife. And I was laughing to myself, but that's, that's the response we get most of the time. It's like super unique. We literally like are together 24 7 yeah literally work play everything mm-hmm. and you know both of us or I'll, I'll speak for myself coming from some long-term relationships but none that were particularly successful to going to one that was with the I'm with the person 24 hours a day and it is wildly successful so just the polar opposite of anything I've experienced in the past. And I think we've both talked about the point in time where we met, both you and I were okay with the thought of being single the rest of our lives. Uh, You had been in a a former marriage and of course had the beautiful girls and, and that didn't work out. And then for me, I was just okay with not getting married. I was so, when we had met, I was just so business oriented. And I think a lot of women um, could probably relate to this that are entrepreneurs or very business focused. It's like you almost feel like you have to choose. And maybe not just females, but that's what I did. Like this is, I, I'm, you know, in my 20s or early 30s and to be the career woman I want to be, it's like, this is it. It's work and I don't have time for a relationship and I could never even imagine how the two would be not only synergistic, but help one another. And that's exactly what we found. So that was a lot to say. Uh, I would love to get into that a little bit of how we went from neither of us having particularly successful relationships to all of a sudden finding one that worked when we weren't looking for it. And what are the few things that inside a relationship that you can really contribute to what we would call it being a success. Yeah. I think it's interesting because back to your point you just made about being in your twenties and this is business time, right? It's this or that. And we've talked about the sacrifices, right? One of the questions was what, what do you need to be aware of or what do you have to be more sensitive uh, to? And it's sacrifices. Like you have to be aware of the sacrifices and you were just of the mindset. Well, relationships will get sacrificed in this particular moment. And even to the point where you're asking, aspirations around a relationship was just put aside as well. And, um, you know, having, having gone through, you know, a similar experience and just being at a particular point, you know, with, with, with daughters that were still quite young and, and I wanted to be able to give them as much attention as humanly possible while still working. Right. I mean, these are two very large bandwidth items and it was just the same thought as well, you know, that, that there just won't be enough time for that. And, and because, you know, the, the few dates or whatever I even had along the way, it was clear that, that, uh, I was not going to be available, you know, mm-hmm. that I was going to go back to the girls and the business and, and there just wasn't going to be room for someone that wasn't in the exact space that you ultimately, you know, found your way into, or we found, found each other's into that space of each other's, um, but yeah, I was just like, okay, this is just going to be the way it is for a while. And that's okay. You know, I mean, you go through, there's these, these evolutionary periods of your life where you just get into a groove. And if that's, you know, and that was something that I was just, okay, I was having a great time and, and, you know, making sure the girls were in a good spot after, you know, some really rough transitional years. And I would loved what I was doing work-wise. And if that was 98% of the bandwidth, then that was okay. I was really happy with those. And, and, um, if the relationship piece was going to get sacrificed, that was okay. Mm-hmm. Like I was just fine. I didn't, I didn't have any issues with that. Yeah. Yeah, me too. And at that time, I mean, I, and I, I also, and I've told you this before, 
I know there are a lot of females that grow up thinking about their wedding and, and what they want in partners. And, and I never did. So it wasn't this fairy tale I had in my head that I would be super bummed if it didn't come to fruition. Like we all have these things we want, whether it's marriage or kids growing up and neither of them, they would have been gr- you know, great, but I was almost indifferent. Mm-hmm. So I didn't have that ever like that, that being a, a, a real, um, ambition or desire of mine and then like I said I was so into business and and getting my business off the ground I'm like and I was happy and I was excited and you know when it's early on you're you're inspired so I was like this is great and I and then I was always super independent so it was it wasn't anything abnormal for me like I was used to doing things alone you know I was traveling the country playing soccer alone I was doing that so it was it was very familiar and I, I didn't feel the need to change but now, as we've talked about looking back, I'm like I had, I was, I, I was happy. I think, but in retrospect, like to how I feel now mm-hmm. with you and going through life with you, like was I? Right. That's all I knew. Sure. Yeah, but comparing the two now, I'm like, when you're experiencing life with somebody else, uh, that you know you, you're in love with, that's it's just ten times what that was but but in that spot at that time I really did genuinely feel happy Mm -hmm. but maybe it's one of those things you don't know what you don't know that's right yeah and as did I I mean same thing and I just think we use that you know we do talk about the word alignment here a lot but it's it's legitimate right I mean the it works so well because the alignment is so strong I mean and and it's just as natural as anything, and and you know, we can do everything together, which is great. I mean, so some of the issues that I was experiencing with a, a date or two or three along the way, that wasn't possible, right? That other person or whoever that would be had another job, so on and so forth, and then you know I would just be absent because that's what my daughters and and the the, the job demanded at that particular time. So therefore, it was never going to work. Where that's not we had right. I mean, we we sit across from each other. We're generally working at the same time. Um, you're my companion on Southwest Air, on Southwest Airlines, like literally my companion. <laughs> so it's uh, it it works. It's it's so much easier that way. And then to you know to to and then to it's nice that we're so deep into each other's day and lives all the time, right? Because other relationships, you end up scratching the surface, right? When you see someone for the time or, or you handle the current events part, right? And then there may not be enough time to get into anything of depth where we're so deep all the time that there's no catching up. I mean, I can, I can pick up on a conversation that you're having, or I know about a work event, whether it's a a customer challenge or, or a new customer, you know, some good, some, some not as good. And like, I already know the backstory. It's not like there's this whole explanation that has to take place to get me up to speed, if you will. I'm right in. And then you're exactly in the same spot when I need help or or I need a sounding board or can even interject and say, hey, I'm not sure if you thought of this or I'm not sure if you knew this, but, and uh, it's, 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 uh, it's about as good as it gets. I mean, it's like just having someone there, you know, that has your blind spot all the time mm-hmm. as leaned in as we are. It's nice to have somebody and you're, you know, keeping an eye on your blind spot constantly. Yeah. And I, I, th- I think the difference with a lot of people is this, is this is a unique partnership and it wouldn't work for a lot of people and it wouldn't be desirable for a lot of people in, in under our circumstances. It's the only thing that actually would work. So in my other relationships, the, the difference was, so I, I, I knew when I didn't want to be with that person all the time, well, that's probably a telltale, but when I felt like my personal and work life had to be separate, yeah. you know, that's, that's just not a feasible thing. So then if you're putting your time in the, the work bucket, the personal bucket is being sacrificed and ultimately that, that doesn't work. So for us, because we spend so, so many hours in our businesses and building our businesses, that another arrangement really wouldn't work I, in in my eyes I think this is the only thing that would be 
feasible. Like yeah. if, if we weren't if we weren't in each other's lives all the time, we probably wouldn't see each other because right. if we if we had to separate the two. Yeah, and and uh, and we tried that. I mean, early on in our relationship, you lived on the other side of the harbor in Baltimore, which is a mile and a half. A mile, but yeah. it was it was hard. I mean, we were terrible apart, and it was because you know when we would we would separate for whatever we had dinner or whatever we were doing, we would go back into our head down lives, and either of us would be unavailable to a different mate, right? Completely unavailable. And, and therefore I don't know that there's any way in the world it could, it could ever work. And, you know, we, I think what ends up happening in, in some of those other relationships where you end up, you know, you could end up with a double life, if you will. And I don't mean post office box, double life. I mean, you end up doing 100% of half and your mate ends up doing 100% of half. Mm -hmm. And that's an experience I had, you know, with kids and having daughters and, and my, my former wife being very locked down and, and in that piece as a, as a mom and so on and so forth, which she was fantastic at, but I was doing 100% of the other half, mm -hmm. which was running the business, providing so on and so forth. And, and if you're not, it versus doing half of the whole, right? I mean, our relationship now is we're both doing half of the whole, which has a very different look than someone doing 100% of half. And that's, and that's one of the things that I, I noticed quickly and early was that, I mean, it took me a while to get my, my brain around that, that 100% of the half piece, which, which probably contributed to, you know, the relationship not working out. This is a very is a different feeling when you're doing half of the whole. Yeah, I, I think one of my strategies in in relationships was I could I could escape into work. So it's just if, if I, 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 I wanted to get away or I didn't want to face something, whatever, whatever it was, or maybe I just wasn't happy. It was like a, a nice way to just escape into work. And so it was a really different feeling when, and you were good in the beginning of almost forcing me to be like hey we don't have to separate the two like you can come over and we can work on our computers together remember that was like foreign to me I did it's like what I no. followed you to the coffee shop one day remember because yeah. you're you like were, I, you oh I remember you're like I, I'm, I'll just come and do work and I was like no I'm I'm gonna I really have to get this done I'm gonna be distracted you're like no, I'm going to sit there and do work too. And I know this sounds so stupid saying it out loud, but I'm like, that can't, we can't, we can't do work together. And we're just going to be talking the whole time and I'm not going to get anything done. And you were very good at being forcing almost like, no, we can, we can sit in, we, in the same space and we can work and we can be productive and then we can go to dinner after, like we can bo do both. And that was what I needed. And then all of a sudden I was like, well, I'm not escaping into work where working together and next to each other and wow I'm still being productive like yeah. this this so th and that's where I started to figure out like this is a person I could uh, like th this could potentially work with like I never I just never saw those two separate parts of my life being able to just be interwoven. Yeah. Well, look, and you did a great job too, as it relates to setting up a business that could be remote. I mean, the demands of our automation business in the last few years with travel. I think I was on, I don't know, 88 airplanes last year or something like that. Being in the field, turning wrenches. And it's nice for you to have, you know, a business where you do have the flexibility to be super productive in the air on the ground and, mm -hmm. and to be able to, you know, not have me, you know, go away for five days or something like that, or three days or whatever it is. And you have the ability because you built your business that way and you've got great people and great support to be able to take that time, which has been huge and awesome as well, which just contributes to us being together around. Like even, even when one travels for, for, uh, for business, the other one is there too, which is really cool. Yeah, actually in the beginning, and we had talked about them the first few years, you were traveling so much and we wouldn't have seen each other a lot. And that was out of, I when you start a business, you have all these ideas in your head of what it's going to look like. And I always say the one non-negotiable that I actually stuck to was being able to run my business from anywhere, like at all times. And that is what allowed us to travel together, which is awesome because when you travel together, even though you're working, it, it just being in a different place and different culture with different people, it, it, it keeps the relationship vibrant and, and refreshed. And that was such a great part. Like those first two or three years when we were just traveling the country together, working. Yep. Um, and again, that was just such a different experience. Like who does this? Who gets to travel the country with their 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 wife or their husband and and work and be super productive but experience all these new things and that that was a really um 
just a cool, a cool part of our life when we were getting, when we were still getting to know each other. Yeah. Yeah. And still, I mean, the, uh, just, uh, if like, if you were to drop in on our house on any given weekend, right, you'd usually find us knocking out some work in the morning, right? I mean, that's part of our typical thing. We're, we're on, we're on the couch across from each other, but sounding boards, prepping our week, um, you know, checking in on what the week's going to look like and what, you know, this particular week we have lots, any number of events that we're in together and, and, you know, you with some, some female events and some things that you have to, to take care of. That we're going to together. That we're going to, exactly, yeah. right, exactly. But I'm going to well, touch you, down you, and work for a you minute. You aren't allowed in the one event, which is so unusual because I think on the other podcast we were talking about how, uh, the other episode that we always ask if, if I get, have an event or a speaking event, it like the my my ask is always mix like can Mick come? Um, not a demand, but like hey, Mick's coming. Is right. that okay? And you're hey, Britt's coming. Is that okay? And it's always yeah, of course. But this one was no. This is all <laughs> no female business allowed. leaders. Yeah, that's all right. That's all so right. we just meet up at we got the spot. We meet up afterwards. That's right. Yeah. And that's, uh, and then I'll be excited to hear what happens. I'd much prefer to experience it myself. Any number of times I'm the only male and in, in a 200, Definitely. a room full of 200 females, or at least it's me and another, or two or three or four for doing something with Vicky from uh, I-95, one of our favorites, by the way. Um, and, uh, yeah, so I'll, I'll miss it, but you'll we'll just have to spend the first hour debriefing on what I missed. Exactly. Yeah. And, and I think one thing that we c- this isn't necessarily I, I I want these episodes when people are listening to be relatable because, you know, that's what this is all about. Like uh, us learning from the audience, potentially learning from us and vice versa and having the input and um, conversation. And this isn't necessarily and I realize that relatable f- for a lot of people. I mean, this is this is unusual again. Mm-hmm. But I do think there are certain characteristics of our relationship which have really made this work. And, and I have to say, I feel like we really just have such a strong relationship. Um, like we're just we're, we're just super connected and as aligned as the word you always use. Mm-hmm. Like I, I've never I've never, ever had that kind of alignment with anyone. And I think we have a ton of people all the time tell us, like even, even my parents who've been together since they've been 12, tell us like, wow, we've just never met two people so aligned. Right. So if you're gonna, if you're gonna pick say three things of our relationship that you think have made it particularly strong, because I, I, do, I do think it feels like just this unbreakable bond, like mm. nobody could break that bond. What would you pinpoint as those qualities? Well, one thing, uh, without question is you do not hold grudges. Like even if we have a minute where we're, you know, we're just not gelling for whatever could just be tired and you know, or I'll do something stupid or say something stupid. And which, which I was gonna say, let's assume I did. Um, and it, and it flares for whatever reason it's over. Right. I mean, oh, yeah. any number of people, uh, you know, that could just linger for, I could just linger on and on and on and on. And it's truly over. I mean, whatever it was, there's, there's it's just it, you know, and, and we don't, we don't waste any particular time or energy in that mode, which is great. It's very, it, it makes it easy. It makes it refreshing. You know, my dad was the type, you know, my, my mom was, uh, was a little bit of a grudge holder. And, you know, when her nose got out of joint, she wasn't particularly quick to come back around. And I used to joke when they would have, you know, if they'd have a run in, my mother would have to get out of the house and she would go buy milk. So if they had a challenging week, there'd be 17 gallons of milk <laughs> in the refrigerator on that particular week. But that was just her MO. Like she had to separate herself. My dad, on the other hand, and, you know, I would blow something or screw something up. He would usually knock me upside the head and it was over. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I, and, and it, you know, it, it literally stung. And, uh, but 10 minutes later, he'd be like, you know, you want to go hit some balls? You want to get over? And, it, and, and, and that was, that was how I grew up with him. You know, the, whatever was out of line got corrected, but, but then we absolutely moved on. I mean, we'd be playing catch in the backyard, not two minutes later. So that's very, that component of it is really familiar. And it, uh, and it took me a while to get used to that. It's almost like, all right, I'm going to have to, you know, there's going to be static for a little bit af- uh, of time because we're both very strong personality wise. And uh, so when you get cracked upside the head by your mate, and your best friend, it doesn't all, it doesn't feel all that great. And early on, 
I would remember thinking, oh, you know, how long is this going to go on? But it never did. So that's one of the pieces is uh, is how we just, you know, no one holds a grudge. If, we, if we're off or, or out of step or out of cadence for a second, we're right back in cadence. And there's never any grudges or hard feelings or, or anything that would or even be brought up later. Nothing like that, mm-hmm. which which is which is takes a lot of stress and, and allows you to put energy towards the, the stuff that you really want to put it towards. Yeah, I never really thought about that as as my part of my um, childhood because th- th- grudges were not even a thing in my house. I mean, oh hell no, yeah. Knowing your parents the way I do, hell no. I and I barely ever really got punished, and if I did, my dad couldn't be serious. I mean, he just started laughing like five minutes later. Not that not they they didn't uh, they didn't let me run and do whatever the heck I wanted, but yeah, grudges weren't even things. So that's I'm sure it has somewhat to do with your childhood and, and what you're used to, but. Mm-hmm. I had a bunch of thoughts running through my head when you were talking. And I think one of the things in the beginning, I don't know if you recall this, in the very, very beginning, when, before we lived together, which for, for anyone, we we lived together after six, five or six months. Mm-hmm. Like, we moved in immediately together, which we can tell that story. Yeah. Um, thank, thank goodness we wouldn't be sitting but here. But again, we had we to. So, we were so bad apart, we would not be sitting here. Yeah, didn't. absolutely. We'll tell that story next. Yeah. Um, but... In, so, so this was probably two, three, four months in. But at that point, we were still pretty much inseparable, like we very early on. But when when we would have, and it wasn't disagreements, we just didn't know each other. We were trying to figure each other out. Mm-hmm. Like I would say, I just need some time to think about it, and I would go for hours and not. And we didn't live together, so you couldn't force <laughs> force me to see. <laughs> right. And I would just go for hours, and you couldn't stand it. You're like, no, let's just talk about it now. And I'm like, no, I I like to think on things before I speak. But really, I just, I it was again me doing what I knew, which was like I can just escape from this and like go and do my own thing like I've always done in the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Now it's the exact opposite. Like we we're always talking about everything real time. Like could you imagine where I was like, babe, I need an hour to think about like that just doesn't happen right. anymore. It's, yeah. Exactly. It, and where would you go? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we, obviously we do have a couple of floors. You could you could certainly seek out another floor, but that would be really counter. Yeah. Really counterproductive. The it's, other thing we struggled too early is you had a tendency to be very late. And, uh, yeah, we and talked I, about and, this and one. I, and I have, uh, I have such a, uh, an addiction to time. And that was something to talk about your childhood. We can go into that, but. But late, there is, so I wasn't, I was never late for like professional work stuff. It was if we had social, right. social things. One thing I think that's important, because a lot of people say not keeping, of course, everybody knows not keeping grudges is something that's going to be good for your relationship. Mm-hmm. But. I think one thing that's really, really important is not holding grudges and you, you sort of hit on it, but never holding something over your partner's head. Right. Like, you, you know, and that is what a lot of partners do. They hold on to this one thing. And then when something pops up, they hold it over your head. Like that, that is the quickest way to dismantle a relationship. Yep. It's like you can, you can, I, the, I told you so's that, I mean, that you cannot do. And that's, that's a lot of, uh, you got to fight your ego sometimes. Cause like in your head, you might like, be like, yeah, I told you that 50 times. And, but it's just not bringing that up. Not the, I told you so it's not that I'm hanging this over your head. No, the grudges like that, that whole piece of it is really important yep. because that resentment will build up. And, and you could also say the same thing. I, uh, I spoke at a, uh, a family business panel a couple of years ago, and I remember one of the questions was, you know, what, are you, what would be your advice for family business? And this is the same thing because you know each other so well, and it would be um, fight fair, right? Because as family members, just like a relationship, you know, you know, have such intimate details that you can really get after someone at a very deep level. And that was my suggestion to them, similar to what we're talking about now is, you know, fight fair, be careful, you know, because you can really do some harm, even though that's your brother or your sister, and you probably get a little leeway. You've heard the term fight like family, man, if you go in there in certain spots, because you know that person so well, whether it's a relative or, or someone like us in a relationship, you can do some really irreparable damage if you're, if you're not careful because you know each other other so well so that's the other piece of that too yeah or just don't fight at all yeah yeah but I, I remember early on and you've said this to me before I you you were like I can tell when you're talking to your sister versus your, your other employees you're like you're just more brutal and you're more blunt I'm like yeah that, I gotta catch myself because and, and she know hope hopefully in, in the beginning I mean I think it was just too much she was, she, but now she knows me but 
yeah, I mean, I, I shouldn't just because she was my sister, I shouldn't, I shouldn't do that, but I do have a tendency to, um, what else was I thinking about on this one? Oh, and and then the other thing too, we, we have so much, um, so limited time, so much pressure, so much stress that we simply holding, holding grudges seems too hard, like too much. And we don't need, I don't even have that. We don't even have the time or energy for it. So that helps. Like, I I think if you've got a lot of free time and and potentially like the drama or or need a a little bit more uh, chaos in your life or something, perhaps that's attractive. But I mean, I can't even imagine like a chaotic relationship. We spoke about this in the last one. I mean, it would be, we need that solid, steady ground to go back into our oasis, our safe haven, just with what we're dealing with every day with work. Yeah, that would be a lot. And it would, and it would hasten, it would certainly hasten uh, the failure of a relationship like that. I guess, I don't know. I mean, and I imagine there's uh, any number of people where they do have the ability to get away from work, right? That's not something that we really do where you go, you know, you go home to, let's say <clears throat> your, your wife works in another profession or doesn't at all either way or your husband. And, you know, that can be a say that can be an escape or a sanctuary where you actually get a, a, a break from work. Um, because, because that person doesn't work. I mean, that's not something that really have. I mean, work is in and around what we do the vast majority, if not all of the time. And we're either doing it directly or, you know, we're working on things outside that are of interest. Or we're trying to widen our lane. So, I mean, it also takes a different makeup in that you're okay with not unbolting from work, as am I. Where if you had someone who's like, man, are you ever going to stop working? Are you ever going to, you know, unbolt from work? I mean, the, the way we both operate, the answer would be, yeah, no, I'm probably not. And, and that works here. Like we're both okay with that. It's interesting because I've talked to a lot of business owners that they specifically sought that out. They wanted somebody that wasn't in the same line of work that they could, that could get away. It's like, I work every day, all day. Like I want to go home and, and get out of it and have an outlet. And so there are like some people that this just wouldn't work for at all. They, they want the, the yin and the yang feel, mm-hmm. which were the yang and yang or yin and yang. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, we yeah. always say like, we are literally so similar. Yeah. Like we have very few yin and yang, a- any part of our relationship. Yeah. I think the other thing that works, um, is, uh, there's a very high level of discipline too, which, you know, things like that would drive me crazy. If you're, uh, if you're mate, if you're very neat and your mate is sloppy, let's say, or something along those lines, or, you know, you're, uh, one of you sleeps in and was it one of you don't and not say that's discipline or not discipline, but you know, I had this, you, we had this cadence where it's like, it's unspoken that in general, I wash the clothes or fold the clothes, right. In general, you handle the dishes or something like that. And, you know, and it'd be in the morning and I'll, I'll be getting ready and I hear dishes clanking around like, Oh, there she goes. I know the dishes are going to be clean when I come down. So we've also had this ability to just seek out particular jobs. I mean, when we started the mass business was pretty funny because we never had a conversation about division of responsibilities, if you will. But I just, happened towards the ops piece automatically. And, and I was the one that placed the orders for the masks. You were running the social media side and, and, and sales and sales and clearing credit cards. And, but I don't know that we ever had one, you know, conversation about the vision of responsibility. We just dropped into our thing and it all got done. And, and there was never any questions. Did you do this? Did you do that? You had your piece and I had my piece and it just you know, went back and forth as a, as a continuous handoff until we got the customer, the product that they wanted and never actually had to, to sit down and sort it out. Just like you, you and I rarely have to sit down and sort out much. No, cause, cause we're talking real time all the time. Yep. Um, and the one thing is, obviously, we know communication is the biggest part of any relationship, and we're doing that real time. We're, we never sit on anything. I mean, we, we, we couldn't. Mm-hmm. Again, that, that grudge piece, it, it couldn't even happen because we're talking real time. We're figuring things out. One thing I remember you teaching teaching me, really, in the beginning was you would position things like, listen, it's my made up story that instead of saying, this is what it is, it'd be like, it's my, it's my made up story that you did this or that you're thinking this and just wording it that way. Like you're saying it's, I'm not saying it's right. This is just how I'm feeling. And it may be a made up story in my head would disarm me Mm -hmm. and allow me to be like, well, yeah, I'm feeling this way. And, and and it would just, it just opened the conversation. And like I said, 
all of a sudden I, I had no guard. There was no guard up. We could have a conversation about what, what I was really feeling, what you were feeling and get to the, the reality, which is somewhere in the middle. Right. So it's also the way you, you approach relationships and you, you were you very, very good at that and allowed me because I don't, I don't think I was, I, I was, I, I don't know. I wouldn't have said I was particularly great at communicating relationships prior, but you, you certainly made it easier to, to be able to do that. Yeah. I think if there's something that I learned along the way, that was the hard thing. I mean, so for, it took me forever to mature though. Remember, I mean, I, I, I have, quite, I have a few years on you, but so I wasn't always good at that. Actually, I was rather terrible at times when I started to get a little bit better or mature in those particular parts was when the girls started to come along, you know, and they were, they were young girls. And, you know, when you run a business, you're a fixer, right? And you get called on a lot to fix. So you get in this habit of when someone asks you a question or someone's talking to you that they're looking for a fix. Because generally, if you're running a business and someone's in your doorway, they're coming by because they have a problem, they need support, they want to collaborate through something, whatever it might be. Well, it took me a long time to figure out that sometimes people just want you to listen especially my daughters were that way where, you know, I'm listening for cues on how I'm going to solve when they just wanted me to listen. And that took me forever to figure out. So if you're listening and you have daughters or females in your lives, you don't always have to solve. Sometimes you're just asked to, to listen. And that was something that helped a lot. Or I think allowed us to have better, more productive conversations mm -hmm. faster mm -hmm. because you didn't have to deal with my dumbass when I was figuring all of that out when I was younger and much less mature. Perhaps. Yeah. And, and well, also that's, a, that's, a, that's the truth. I mean, I, I'm, I'm accurate with what I'm telling you, I promise. And I, I, I do think by virtue of just running a business, you get better. You have to, to, to be successful. You have to have hard conversations all the time. So you organically get better at having harder conversations. And when we first met, I was just building my business. So now I've had seven years of a lot of really hard conversations also in my business, which has made me become an exponentially better communicator. A lot of room for improvement. But when I first met you, I didn't have that either. Mm -hmm. Well, also, too, I think, uh, you know, when you're younger, you don't always get exposed to lots of different types of people. You know, you, you're generally around like-minded, you know, your soccer teammates. Very diverse, though. I, I actually was because of soccer. Because of soccer. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And then once you start to expand, especially, again, if you're, if you're, you know, we have, we have 40 hourly employees, right? So we have pretty heavy ops teams. We're not General Motors by any stretch. But as you start to, you know, call on people, you're in the sales world, and you start to experience different personality types, and, and you, you see them over and over, you start to have a better understanding. You know, at some point, I'll tell the story about Hudson, you know, and the dog whisperer, but just the idea that you start to see different types of people and not that you would, you know, prejudge or anything that looks like that, but you start to, to recognize a little bit faster or more accurately, even importantly, what those people are, are, uh, you know, are, are like, or their breed, if you will. And then you learn to have more effective conversations faster mm -hmm. than, than you did when you didn't have that experience or, or you hadn't had a, you know, a wider vantage point or perspective for all the different types of people that are out there. And that was helpful too. And something again, that I learned in a very painstaking way over a long period of time. I do think we have to double back on the story of when we moved in with each other, since uh, it's something that I mentioned, and we've got to tell tell the story. Oh yeah, yeah. So uh, that particular day, we'd gone to a. Uh, oh, so that at that point, you were packing bags. You were actually packing a suitcase when you'd come over. Yeah. And uh, and then you know we're going to get ready the next day. This was a Sunday. We had gone to the Ravens game, and we were at dinner. We had a couple of cocktails because it was Raven Sunday, of course, and. Uh, it was September 9th. I remember that. And it was the Buffalo game. And we were sitting That's at right. dinner after and you said, uh, you said, man, I am so sick of living out in an, I think you might've said effing suitcase. I'm certain I did. Because <laughs> you were really frustrated. And I think we had a couple of vodkas that day. And I said, don't, don't move in. And you said, okay. And that was it. And then and we just kept talking about something talk, else. Yeah. And we kept talking. So the next day, uh, you awake and you said, do you remember our conversation last night? Again, because I had, had you know, 10 vodkas <laughs> throughout the course of the day. And you said, do you remember our conversation last night? And I said, 
the one about you moving in? You said, yeah. I said, yeah, of course I do. Like, yeah, what? of course I do. Why, how would I ever not remember that? But it wasn't, it wasn't, uh, that was Monday. It wasn't that night that we got your stuff, but we got it Tuesday and that was so it. It's like, do you remember? Yeah. Do you? Yeah, of course. All right. And you just grabbed all my <laughs> shit and I was, I was in. That's right. And that was that. And that is just so typical. I mean, that, if that isn't our relationship in a nutshell. Yeah, Absolutely spontaneous and the, and the, and if, and if we haven't said, we haven't said that yet, our, we both have impulse control issues and it took us a while to figure out that neither of us were actually controlling the other <laughs> where I thought, Oh, you know what? This must be okay because it is stupid or impulsive. Brit's going to pull me back. And you were over there doing the same thing. So actually nobody was watching the store at all as it relates to impulse control. We so were we both- just get stronger in our Dumbass conviction. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, absolutely. We were just feeding off of each other. No one was actually um, was governing the uh, the situation. It tend- it's worked out. Yeah, yeah. So far, yeah, it's, it hopefully continues. But uh, so yeah, that but that about sums it up. I'm without a bag. Move in. Okay. Okay. Um, so I I will add. Uh, so that we covered one large topic. The other one that I think has been so important and will continue to be, and I believe it is for everybody, is having someone, well, I always say to you, I, I knew you were the person for me when I was genuinely felt like a better person. Not just saying that, like, I felt like I was becoming such a better person when we were together. Like, I think that's a really easy way to figure out if you're with the person. Uh, the person you're supposed to be with. Like, are you getting better? Are you a better person when you're with them? Period. Right. Yeah. And it's it's a pretty easy answer for most people. And mm-hmm. if the answer is no, you might have to think about it a second. Right. Yeah. But along with that, and they're part, you know, they're, they, they, these play off of each other, but is having someone that is genuinely like excited and supportive of you and your goals, because this is really foreign to us in our relationship. And we hit on this before, but if there's any jealousy that exists, which I really did uh, experience in other relationships, that's that's really tough. Yeah. And I'm not sure if that will ultimately ever work. Right. So Or, or competition, right? Which or then competition. To competition. I'm not saying because we love to compete and have fun. Oh, yeah. But I, it's, it's stupid competition that doesn't really matter. I mean, at the end of the day, I know like as you always say, I'm your biggest fan. I'm yours. Like we are on each other's team and my win for you feels like your win and vice versa. And it's been like that from day one. And together we are a very powerful team because we support each other so much. And I, we never have to question that. It's like, and a lot of times we don't even talk about it. Like I know you're going through a particularly hard challenge or you're, milestone and it's like 80% of the focus and the support and the energy like going into you and then that will shift and it's this fluid shift and we almost know it's not 50 50 at times a lot of us one of us needs a little bit more and that shifts but overall it it always really works out to, to how you know it's it's never 50-50 at one time, but overall, if you yeah. broke it up, it, w- it, it would equate to that. Right. And the idea, too, like if if we awaken tomorrow and Tegler Construction was 17 times larger than Arnold Packaging, I'd be the happiest guy in the world. And no place yeah. competitive, as hyper competitive as we both are, that would never cross my mind. I mean, like every every contract you get that you win or something that you literally yell across the room between our offices, hey, I just got a... Like today. I am, yeah, exactly. I'm, <laughs> I'm generally, I'm genuinely excited um, about that and and as I said if, if you know help well, if we uh, folded Arnold tomorrow and I work for you I'd be I'd be okay with that we're not but yeah. I'm just saying no and like, vice versa that would be yeah that I, would, I, yeah. I, I always joke about it when I, I get frustrated I know I know, I know. I know. Some days I uh, just want to be responsible for you, but that's very few. It's, and I'll say for me personally, that's very, very few and far between. There were some years along the way in my late 20s when we were going through some crazy turmoil where, man, it, it pushed me right to the brink. I don't even know that I have any of those days in, in, in today's world. That's also human. I mean, that, that's just being a human. But it, it's, it's, a lot, it, it's a lot easier when you have really good people. You're always going to have those days where like, I just don't want any of it. I don't want to deal with any of it. And a lot of times it's when I'm tired. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah. if you have good people, it's, it's rare. It's rarely that. But um, yeah, those wins. And I think 
as you put it really succinctly in one of our other episodes, it's also probably easier because we are a part of the entire buildup, as you put it. So it's not like I'm coming in like, hey, babe, I got this contract. You saw me nego- working through the quotes and negotiating it. Like you saw this one to two month buildup going through like how I was going to negotiate it, what the market was. So you've been a part of that journey. So mm-hmm. the wind feels actually it's not me just being like, hey, here it is. Right. You know, so being a part of the full experience, I think, also makes it maybe a little bit easier to be excited. Yeah, it would be it would be uh, because I do like talking about business so much. I, I, you know, a relationship where let's just say, you know, your spouse did something else. I mean, at some point you could be at risk of not wanting to tell that whole build up story. Right. And before to before you know it, you know, you're not really sharing anything about your work world, which which is still a lot of your life. Right. I mean, people spend 40 hours a week at work or, you know, a thousand if it's you and me. It would be it would be it would be uh, difficult if you love what you did to not go home to your significant other and share some of that stuff, right? Because after a while, the buildup is a little bit tiring or it takes too long to backtrack mm-hmm. on the, you know, the contract started with negotiations and so on, right? And, and your maybe, partner's like, I don't really give a shit. Yeah, this yeah. Ass just took an hour of my life of this story. Right, <laughs> yeah, right. Like, or, you, or you just skip to the wind. Got a contract today? Great. Yeah. Or something along those lines. I also think I, we everybody wants work to be exciting. And if you have a partner that is genuinely excited for you, it's going to make work a little bit more exciting for you. Like, wow, they're, they're pumped up. I'm pumped up. And like that shared energy. Yeah. Um, but you know, a perfect example, tomorrow I'm having a conversation that could be moving forward one of our big growth strategies. And you're the first person I'm asking to be in that meeting. You don't work for with, I mean, you're not Taylor Construction Supply, but I value your input and you know more about our business that just as much as anybody. Yeah. So like you being a part of that conversation is so important like that, that I value that input so much. So that's just, I, I don't know. I just think that's so huge. And I, a lot of people I'm sure are thinking, well, there's gotta be a little bit, like a little bit of jealousy or something, but there's just, no, no. it's truly no, no. not Absolutely like not. at all. Yeah, I would. And it's, it's and I would, wonderful. I would, I, would, I would be honest here too. Like I really would. I mean, totally. I, one thing of our viewership, I mean, we, if, if you haven't noticed so far, if you're new, we, we lay it out there. I mean, we don't, uh, we're rather transparent, <laughs> made up stories, unspoken truths, not fans of those. You know, when we blow one, we'll spend a lot of time on these episodes telling you guys how we, oh, the yeah. ones we blew. Oh, oh they, we're not perfect by <laughs> any means, but we're focusing on the three things that, that really work or yeah. the three or four things. So, um, and I, I think too, one thing in the beginning that I, I realized, cause there was, there was none of that competition, even in the very, very beginning. And one of the things you really helped me, I, I, I was always very ambitious and thought big, but you always push me to think bigger. Like always, well, yeah, you can do that or you can do this. Like you can do it in the US or you could do it globally. Like those kind of thoughts. And when somebody is making you think bigger, what you were always doing in every aspect of my life, I think right away I was like, oh, he 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 really wants me to do well. Like yep. he's he's here for it. So that was probably one of the earliest recognitions where I was like, yeah, he's he's on my team mm-hmm. for sure. So um, well, it's cool. It's it's almost as if you have like you're talking about the uh, growth thing we're going to work on tomorrow. It's nice to have a an in house consultant with that level of trust. You know, where just the fact totally that, objective, yeah, objective, and just the fact that your perspective is different makes it incredibly valuable. Just because you are you and you see things the way you see them, which is just simply different than the way I see them. And and we can both be guilty of being incredibly lind. And you know, the the old story about not being able to see the forest for the trees. Like when you you know when you're when you have a baby that is your business, you know, this is my 30th year. I think, uh, I think I took over from the 28th year since my, my father's been dead for 28 years. So since I took over the business, man, when you're that leaned in and, and, you know, there are some parts of your, you know, of your, of your, your child called your business that that could be pretty ugly. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's nice to have someone in there to you know keep you grounded and say, especially on the, on the personnel side, right. Where maybe I'm not, I'm not, giving someone the credit that they deserve or I'm not approaching the relationship the way I should. It's nice to have you, for example, over my shoulder saying, you know, have you considered or did you think about or whatever? And then I back up and go, oh gosh, yeah, wow. I didn't, well, uh, I, other, didn't I didn't see that. The other day, I, you, 
I won't get into it, but you said uh, into detail, you said, is it just me or blah, blah, blah. And I said, yeah, it's just you. Do you remember what I'm talking about? I don't. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. And, and it was just, it was about that. It, it was about not, not internal personnel, just somebody like a consultant you're working with and oh, yeah, frustrated yeah. with. And Understand. I was like, yeah, Understand. it is you in this situation. <laughs> if I'm being honest. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. But uh, I mean, that was, that was incredibly productive, right? Cause I'd have gone down some dumbass path on my own. And that's what I did for a really long time. Right. When I was doing most of it by myself, I'd have gone some dumbass path and, and you just, you know, knocked me right back over where I should have been that resolved in a very, very big hurry or, or there was nothing to resolve at all because I, I got in the right headspace and and progressed accordingly because of it. And I, I think it's really important to say that I'll, I'll speak for myself. I'll probably speak for you too. <laughs> I would drive most people insane. Yeah. Like my, my family would tell you like, we'd no offense we didn't exactly. think that you I mean they don't say it all because every time when you say no offense to start something it off means I'm gonna prepare to be wildly like, offended they're like I they tell you all the time we just didn't think anybody would be able to put up her they're just, just so OCD <laughs> hard driving I mean some of your friends are kind of like what did um Someone said to you, I'm glad you have a great lit relationship but I couldn't handle that or yeah. something oh, like yeah. that yeah. I'm sure you get that a lot oh yeah so I do think we probably drive a lot of people insane, yeah. but like the, that OCD and um, how would you describe it? Like super, uh, it's just a, dem- a, a, a demanding, high expect, you know, incredibly high expectations and, and, but I didn't think about it cause that's how I, I am. Right. So that just worked. Like it, it wasn't something that would, most people would find super annoying. Yep. Like for us, that's just. We, we expected the same of ourselves. Yep. So yeah, when you both show up that way, it's, it's, uh, it's easy. It's much easier to do But Yeah. I would drive somebody insane. Like I said, you know, you brought, you started the podcast by saying, you know, we were both pretty convinced that we would just be alone for a while. And, and I absolutely was. Cause I knew I was going to be incredibly, incredibly difficult because and you said that to me in the beginning, you're like, I'm really difficult. And I had no idea what you were talking about. I was like, you're the easiest person I've ever, <laughs> ever had to like, cause you're me and in living with you was all, Oh, that's the other thing when we moved in together like the, a lot of people I'm sure experience it's hard when you transition and move your whole life into each into the same house and then you don't have personal space anymore for us it was the easiest thing I've ever done in my life like it was and so I was thinking to myself you are not difficult at all well it was so I think but it was so we were so bad at being apart I mean it was bad like yeah because we'd go back to our our stuff right back to our head down what that was way more, you know, get. the fact that we were just, you know, we were starting the day in the same place. And when we came home, cause we, you know, we were very social. I mean, we were out a lot mm-hmm. and, and that's, you know, a big part of how our relationship grew the way it did because we were out experiencing things together and it was just nice to, you know, start the day together. And then when we did come back at that point, you, we weren't in the same building. You were over on Erdman Avenue. So we, you know, we did separate mm-hmm. to go to work during mm-hmm, the day, mm-hmm. but when we came back, we got ready at the same time. I would always check on the color you were wearing and have on something similar. Yeah, you heard it. <laughs> um, but that was nice. Like that was just a total flip versus, you know, waiting for you to come around from the Canton side, yeah. which could be brutal on certain days. Um, so that, that, that was, I think that was part of just becoming immediately easier was the fact that you were physically there. Yes. And one of the reasons I did point out the fact that everything we do is just so like disciplined and annoying to a lot of other people. I think one of the reasons, another reason other than we're just both that way, it works is because we do interject so much fun into our lives. As hard as we work together and are working all the time, on the other side of the spectrum, we literally have that much fun together. Yeah, and true. I mean, we, we, we party, like we, we go, we go hard oh, yeah. at both parts of our life. Oh, yeah. And I'm not really <laughs> sure either of us know how to turn it on and off on different parts of our life. So it's just always on no matter what we're doing, but we like to have a lot of fun. Yeah. And that is what keeps us sane a lot of times. Cause we can do it together. Like I, I think we both need that outlet and then we just do it together and just have the best time. So that really helps, I think, because if we were just, which we are working most of the time, but if we were just doing that 
at some point, I think the tension would be, I mean, it would have to be, right? right. So high. Right. Well, imagine if one of us was a homebody, for example. That wouldn't work. No. Right? I mean, you know, we're, we're, we're both, we're both rearing to go. And after a, a hard day and finally shutting down the, uh, the laptop and, and on our way or uh, knocking out the last couple of emails in Uber on the way to ever it is. And a lot of times it's work related. We're meeting suppliers or customers or we're going, like tomorrow, you know, we'll all go to my event, then we'll meet up for dinner afterwards. Like everything's almost all related around something right. work but we love it and we blow it at and everybody that knows us knows this about like you're, we're gonna have fun right or like just a comment about the i was talking to someone today and they're like they're watching or you know they're starting to uh to, to catch up on the podcast and the comment was do you guys ever stop like do you ever stop and the, i mean the short answer is no not really not not on stuff we love my aura ring would tell you no, that we that I we need some more sleep. Yeah, I mean, yeah, three hours mine's last a little night. Yeah, mine's a little angry at me too. So, <laughs> but that's uh, that's great. It, I uh, it's great to catch up on some of this stuff. I mean, I love reliving the early parts of our relationship. You know, the story of you know how did we actually get here again? Like, how how does this work the way it it is? And everything we talked about is exactly why. Yeah, and I I just think, you know, it's so important to have that that social and that that fun and adventurous part of our life that just it's just inter it's it's work and it's play and it's it's just all intertwined into this into this one you, you know that that was the biggest thing for me just like not having to separate these silos of your life and yep. just living them all fully um with you yeah and that somehow all of that mixed together equates to a balance that we both love and are attracted to. Or, or, or lack thereof balance that we really like. Because <laughs> there's just like the balance in our life is yeah. so not there. Just running back. It's very forth, off balance. From one side of the seesaw to the other. Is that uh, what it that, looks like? That is a perfect <laughs> way to put it. Yeah, you're making me tired. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, the, the seesaw analogy is perfect. Yeah. Like, it's always on one side of the ground and the other one's up here. It's, it's just never sitting, yeah. teetering nicely. Yeah, but net-net, like we like our relationship, it must end up being somehow in that 50% mode. Yeah. All figured. So, yeah. enjoyable. Thank you. Whew. All right. Any lasting thoughts? No, I just can't wait to see. Uh, can't wait to see what the next twenty years looks like. It's going to be a hell of a lot of fun. Yeah, and 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 I think um, you know I, I really did want to just have uh, one episode just talking about our relationship because it has been very very business oriented. And the one thing you know, even though our situation is not relatable to a lot of people relationship dynamics are sure. and everybody has them and they're all a little unique but I think when you can f hold on to and share this is why our relationship works um, and it's going to be different for everybody but that's that's hopefully helpful and something that people um, want to learn or listen to or provide their own experience yeah. with us yeah absolutely another good talk cheers cheers Tommy thanks as always thank you Tommy best producer in the best Tommy Whitman until next time. Yep. See you soon. See you. <laughs> 30 seconds. Now. <laughs> <laughs>